Good evening and welcome again to yet another episode of Straight Out of Africa. Today in studio we're blessed to have two Kenyans for the very first time in studio. Give it up for Njoki Giviri, an artist and digital content creator from Kenya. She's doing her master's here in Ben Gurion University of the Negev. And our guest from Faran, Moshab Faran, Derek yeah, yeah, Prince. Yeah, what's up? Derek does digital photography and he's also from Kenya. And yeah. today this show is just more, more, more fire. <laughs> I was almost saying Swahili for Moto, which is Mofa. So Moto Sana, if we had one of our local DJs, they would go like Moto Fa. <laughs> so anyway, so welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. Karibuni, Karibuni, that's Swahili for welcome. Sunday, Sunday. Thank you. We just started off by listening to one of uh, our guests' preferred song that was... Um, uh, African star yeah, by yeah. Banner Boy African and Saudi, yeah, Saudi Soul, right? Yeah. Why do you like the song, Derek? Why, what uh, does it remind you of? I love the song because, for one, it it's an uh, African artist. Yes. Banner Boy, the, the bigger, African giant. One of the bigger African artists. You know, the big, one of the biggest exports from Africa. <laughs> yes. And then we have the best boy group yes. in Africa. Are by they boys Saudi. anymore, though? Well, they're men, but <laughs> still. Saudi Great. Soul from yes. Kenya, you know? So big yeah. up Saudi Soul. Big up Saudi so one yeah. of the best again as you said yeah. uh, exports from Kenya yeah. Yeah, this is Saudi so for you guys Right, on today's show we're talking about art and the artists today represent different genres of art. Joki is, as I said earlier, a digital content creator. She uses the digital space to present her art and she also draws and sketches while Derek also doubles in photography, digital photography. Mm. And just to get the ball rolling, um, guys, uh, traditional paintings and drawings have, have a particular charm to them for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, people look at them and think of them as being authentic and they see the hard work that's been put into them to turn them into masterpieces. So do you guys feel with the modernity and the uptake of technology that the digital space has given you guys the same ability or has narrowed your talents to what can be applied in terms of art in the world of media and entertainment? Personally, I think things to do with technology and the staff have really improved my art. I started yeah. with traditional art. Mm-hmm. I started my work with pencils and then slowly graduated to biro right um, and and also painting so the biro is the inking what what yeah, you call the, the ink, inking yeah right. the inking mm-hmm. and i've also tried out uh watercolor okay painting okay. Mm-hmm. so i've done it i i know the traditional feel in drawings i know right. you can feel the personal touch yeah. someone spending five to six hours to a whole day on a painting mm-hmm. that has been done traditionally so yeah i do not refute that traditional art has this authenticity, authenticity to it. Authenticity yeah. to it, yeah. When you look at a painting and you can feel the the brush, brush strokes, strokes and right. yeah, nothing can ever take away that feeling. But also um with the age of digital art, yeah. it also brings a new aspect of art. Yeah. So it's something different. 
Um, I, I I just think it 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 depends because for me I I love uh, looking at other artists and right. Instagram and Facebook has given me the opportunity to be able to interact with many artists. Yeah, social media as a pass. I would yeah. never have met. Yeah, you know, without the Instagram and the Facebook. Maybe mm-hmm. if I belong to a studio, mm-hmm. then maybe I could have interacted. But mm-hmm. with me, I take Instagram as my studio. <laughs> no, it's a, it's. A, I mean, social media is a place of, of yeah. great uh, inspiration. You could say that, right? Yeah, so because I've met a lot of people on on the socials, and mm. yeah, so. And I get to see their art, right. you know, without having to go to their studios or right. if someone is, I can be able to interact with someone who is on the other side of the, the, of world. the world, right? you know. You really, yeah, you, you make a valid point in, in terms of the digital space actually brings together creatives yeah. in a way that would never have happened in the past. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure... Yeah. That's a similar uh, observation. I don't know in photography how how is the case for you. Do you yeah, feel yeah. the traditional forms of photography had, you know, people talk about this the black and whites and the sapia pictures, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you coming in with digital photography, do you feel it has a different aspect towards it that the digital photography has that is different from the ancient types of photography? Yeah, yeah, sure. There's mm-hmm. difference, but what we normally say in photography, like a good picture is a good picture, so. Mm-hmm. Even if you take the old photographies that maybe took like a couple of hours or minutes the to process. set up and yes. then set up the whole thing yes. and get a good picture. With the same digital picture, you can also make a good picture. But of course, the advancement in technology has improved the entire thing. Yeah. So we have, you can take a million pictures in a few, yeah, a few, a few minutes, minutes. So it right. takes shorter periods to get the picture. Then you have like autofocus and these mm-hmm. types of specs and features that are added into the camera right. that make virtually anybody can be a photographer. Right. I mean, take a picture. Right, you're actually speaking to, to the fact that now everyone with a cell phone. Yeah, everybody with yeah. a cell phone has, is a walking photographer. Is a walking photographer. Yeah. And what do you speak? To in terms of their ability to edit photos because, you know, it, there's mm. this photographer who has a good eye and in the past probably with that, you know, I could call them the steel cameras. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had to get the perfect shot and there yeah. was no option to edit it afterwards. Do you yeah, feel yeah. like now, you know, technology and the digital space gives you an option to do corrections or yeah, yeah, additions, like if I could say? There, there are corrections in the basic form, like in the, mm-hmm. anybody can edit, add filters to yeah, the pictures filters. they take on their cell phones. And also there are softwares like Photoshop and Lightroom mm-hmm. and things that help professional photographers edit. But back then in the single lens reflex uh, cameras, yeah. you'd see like, you'd really have to take your time and make sure the lighting is in the same place because mm-hmm. after the shot, you can't really go back and look at the picture and change the lighting, put the shadows, the highlights in, into different places. Yeah. So technology has helped too. And also as Njoki said, like yeah. and as far as social media is concerned, like you it's easier to yeah. share your work out there, yeah. interact with photographers from different parts of the world and also like draw inspiration from different places. Exactly. So, right. Yeah. I was just actually gonna ask you in the same idea that you know, the sanctity of of, of the photograph of the perfect shot. Yeah. So with the DSLR uh, cameras, uh, mm-hmm. which maybe you can also explain for our listeners. Most yeah. people just know about cameras or digital cameras, but yeah. there's DSLR cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the benefit of having a DSLR camera versus just taking a picture with your cell phone? And how? And then how do you also explore within your field to get more perfect shots? Because as you said, anyone can be a photographer now, but how? what differentiates you? What makes you that one in a million? As far as having the perfect shot, maybe the best better your your gadget is yeah the more your chance of having that perfect picture but is that is is, is that is that not 
contested though because the yeah, people who've is. gone with very low sort yeah, of low yeah. end yeah. machines and yeah. they've really produced a great picture and others it is true yes. it is true you is can the skill you, you can say yeah with the skill also comes to play mm-hmm. but then with a good gadget you have like the you have more options to you're get right. the picture compared to maybe having a lesser gadget which you're limited yeah. but also the skill matters yeah so DCLR is just basically digital single lens reflex okay. so with this you have like the autofocus you can put in the big lenses to capture maybe a wider view field view okay. you can adjust the iso settings the iso settings is basically just uh, the lightings and stuff like this okay. like the sensitivity the to lighting right. yeah. the aperture and this which you find like in gadgets like cell phones are probably fixed like in terms of the aperture and mm-hmm. stuff like this but in the digital photography you can you can adjust you can these settings yeah, settings you can yeah. settings regarding to with the scene and what you want you know and, and this is where actually the skill lies because yeah, you, if you know line. which settings to put for a different shot or for yeah. a moving shot or yeah. for continuous exactly. uh, picture you you get a better shot yeah. exactly so i mean uh, i feel that and i see the the the, the difference in that mm. um but jockey digital art yeah. <laughs> has <laughs> come to you has been a contentious subject True. Uh, when it comes to the diehard critics who consider mm. it a lesser art form i mean they would really die on that hill so to speak <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on on digital art yeah so not even uh, mm-hmm. people also me okay um, you had at first you, i was yeah, like i was that person it. who was i would never do digital art because yeah. to me i didn't see it as real mm-hmm. art mm-hmm. you know i i just felt like i am selling out okay okay <laughs> you need to stick to the actual media the yeah. correct uh, thing to say because now we are all talking about how technology will take over of mm-hmm. what we will do Our so jobs, i was still yeah. afraid if this computer can do a better job than me then you know what's my I, talent i right. need to show people that traditional art is still the best yeah, you know yeah. it's uh, there's you can't uh, just can do digital art yeah, and you yeah. know so but no with with time mm-hmm. and uh, um when i tried it out so the yeah. first thing was to try it out yeah. so i tried it out and so if i can do it and then i came to see that it's not easier mm-hmm. people also think like digital art is easier because right. it's the computer doing your work but you are also the one who's supposed to do this stroke to, uh, this, to skillfully uh, yeah, apply your everything your, you're your doing in traditional the, art yeah you're doing it in the in the, the computer, the computer. so mm-hmm. the computer is not drawing for you so it's still people it's still see it as input. It's so easy yeah so that's why it, input. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's why they also see like i can't pay for this because this person yeah. probably put a software and it made my face look like this uh, okay so yeah. yeah i tried it i liked it and also there are some things i can do with my digital art that i can't do with traditional art there are some things i can play with so it is a, it is so a it's a good alternative for example yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. great and, and uh, you have some yeah, yeah just to jump on what yeah. she just said like you can completely wipe away the traditional art mm-hmm. forms like mm-hmm. I, i think in basically all art principles the traditional form of uh, like a foundation yeah. to what has led to the to right. the digital era if you may say for example for us mm-hmm. taking photographs like for me for example i take inspiration from old paintings like done centuries ago and try to put in some twists in and yeah. modernize it to get the perfect shot or yes. to get my shot so traditional art forms form like the basis to what we, we have at now. the moment 
great. Thanks mm. for your perspectives, guys. And uh, just to get our listeners to know a bit more about you, I'd like you to just introduce your works, first of all, like what you double in, and then tell us a bit more about yourselves, if you may, Njoki. Um, so, yeah, my name is, my full name is uh, Judy Njoki, mm-hmm. yeah. but my artistic name or my... Is it called a stage? Yeah, 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 your stage. It's a digital <laughs> stage, yeah. So your stage It's Njoki Gidiri. So it, that's Njoki Gidiri on Facebook and Njoki Gidiri on Instagram. So I, I am a lover of art. Mm-hmm. I'm a lover of everything that's beautiful. So wow. art to me is really beautiful and it brings out anything that brings out the beauty in every, in things. In life, I yeah. am I am in. Mm-hmm. like So art was a way of expressing myself. Did you always draw from when you were young or when did this talent, uh, when did um, you discover it? So... What I remember is in primary, I was always that person who used to like the assignments where we used to draw like the science mm-hmm. things and I'd ask other students, like, if you can't do it, let me do it for yeah. you. you so know? you draw people's for diagrams you. for them. Yeah. So, okay. and then I went to high school and mm-hmm. took it as a subject until I was in, until from four, I did the KCAC, I did an art um, exam. So, and then after that, then I started developing it after uni. That's when I got serious after uni. So my dad introduced me to an artist. Okay. That was a real good thing like a blessing because my right. dad saw how serious I was with that right. and he introduced me to an artist who took me through how to do the whole uh drawing shading um he the taught the basics the yeah, yeah so he taught me and he was like my mentor or something yeah something like that so I got into it and then then they started the age of of Instagram and Facebook I met other artists I met other I saw other techniques I um I googled and I learned on my own on wow. various techniques. Mm. I still haven't found a niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a process. I, but I, I think that's what I art dub- is. Art yeah. is all about yeah. discovering. discovering. So I'm still discovering yeah. what uh, what mm-hmm. I prefer. Right. So I think it's, I don't know if it's going to be a lifelong journey mm-hmm. or uh, maybe one day I'll reach somewhere and say, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah. But you spoke to something which I want to just, uh, before we go into Derek, which I want to maybe just uh, dwell a bit on mm-hmm. the impact of like our parents on our talents, on and our talent. especially yeah. when it comes to arts. We come from a very merit-based society where if you're not a doctor, you're yeah, not an, an engineer, true. you're not a pilot. Mm-hmm. When you mention art, um, how do you just, how do you think that, as you said, that, I mean, you, you explained it, but how do you think the impact of your parents accepting your choice to do art and to take it up as, you know, a talent to the next level impacted you did you like get more confidence in expressing yourself did you express yourself uh, differently or is it just the same as a major you know I, I think intervention it, in it your life? encouraged me in yeah. a way because there are days in like an artist uh, you can ask I don't know if mm-hmm. it's something for um also it 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 applies to other areas but there are sometimes you get blocks or you don't think you're good enough in this you just go through those um periods in your life and then you hear your parent is very encouraging they see like this is something you used to love and now you're not doing it so like the feedback they Mm -hmm. get you get from your parents because these are people you see every day or they are the people you most interact with right and they if they they believe in your potential you see it and it encourages you um so i think to me it was a help 
Great. that my dad was really supportive of my art journey and he used he used to send me articles you know schools right. tell me try this try right. this draw this telling me draw my portrait i'll yeah. pay you oh wow so you actually, <laughs> you actually <laughs> got your pocket money really easy <laughs> wow yes. so he, yeah. he wasn't like even if he has for a portrait he won't ask it for free right he, he, so he, he will pay He really supported your art yeah, both in yeah, cash yeah, and in yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, so okay, that was great. a real. And and Derek, yeah, please, yeah. We, we didn't forget about you. No, no, no. <laughs> how no, did no, your journey <laughs> into photography start, and uh, how 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 are you? Which lens or which heights have you reached so far? Well, uh, as far as con- photography is concerned, I would say uh, I'm a student. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning. Yeah, and I will always be a student. That is one of the most important things I think my me- photography mentor taught me is that you you never stop learning. Day by day you get you get exposed to new things, you get right. new ideas so you implement them. As far as my photography journey goes, it's uh well I started out photography I would say as a kid. Mm-hmm. We had this old photograph photographs for yeah. cameras sorry yeah. that we used to put the film in right, and then the you know yeah right. the negatives and everything. So I would I used to take pictures with this of relatives or oh, during family good. functions just yeah. for fun you know and they would be like wow you took a nice shot oh. and then i think for a while i st- the this photography thing went silent for a long time and i never just got because of school or just yeah you, because of school you, you didn't have enough money to buy negatives <laughs> no no yeah. the, the cameras i think yeah. when the time passed you know ah, okay. they got passed by age and yeah. uh, school obviously and yeah. I, re- i never got my hands on a digital camera for a long time okay. and then, uh, during campus i did a little of photography this yeah. is when i started going to attending church really like seriously and yeah. then a young guy I must big him up is called Tyler Jelenje from Malawi okay. he introduced me into this like media thing in church and then got me taking photographs in church so yeah i learned through the people in the team and then used to take photographs every sunday right of the congregants and then with time i got better so i started stretching my expanding my horizons as far as photography is, is concerned then right i came here to israel mm. where I really took time to grow my skill set right. and meet with people who are more advanced in the industry and show me how it is like so I met the likes of Dory Barrow who is a really great photographer you should check him out on Instagram yeah he held my hand and he taught me like the basics the principle the discipline behind the photography wow. when you're on set and everything so so there really, is a discipline like it's not just coming yeah, you, up with your camera and yeah, shooting you a subject there's something take your camera it. you have to who, yeah. if it's the subject is a person a human being you have to make them like feel great like you're making a good piece of art from them so you have to make them comfortable you have to show them some love and some respect I'll, I'll you detour know. a bit because you make a point that I realize and, yeah. and for the guys who will crucify me this when I used to watch Tyra Banks show yeah. <laughs> the models would uh, would be taken through photo shoots and yeah. surprisingly at the end of obviously it was an elimination show where the best the, the show is called Tyra's Top Model, Top model right? yeah. and surprisingly you'd find that a model who was not so confident mm-hmm. actually getting some of the best shots because mm-hmm. the photographer really drew out the best from them is yeah. it something about what you're saying like as a photographer you have an additional role to in a way make your subject bring out the shot you want yeah exactly because they might be beautiful they might mm-hmm. be we're talking about models here mm-hmm. but then there's a distinct 
look you're going for or a perfect shirt you're going yeah, for exactly. and this actually depends on you and how you engage with your subject yeah that is true because okay. as the photographer you're the artist yeah so you're supposed to see the art before it actually manifests the way you see it in your head is you how it has to come out so you have to have a prior discussion with the model right tell them this is what i want are you comfortable doing this and this and they're like okay if she's fine you tell her okay you have to position yourself this way your hand shouldn't be in this way just mm-hmm. basically instructions and let her see your vision right that way she'll be comfortable with you and she'll know what you want to bring out because at the end of the day she'll also look good at the picture mm-hmm. So once you've done the conversation part when it comes to the actual shooting now you have to do a bit of direction like tell her if she goes wrong like or he goes wrong you have to position them in a correct direction and then actually take the picture How do you prefer working do you have shoot assistant or you prefer working solo Well it depends on the set, on the set okay. and the location mm-hmm. Some set requires a lot of props mm-hmm. to bring so you can have someone to help you carry the cameras, the stands, mm-hmm. the props which you, you're going to use. And probably sometimes you have to do some adjustments on the scene like right. cleaning out or clearing out a bush. Mm-hmm. So it depends. And also the model, mm-hmm. let's say if it's female and mm-hmm. uh, the kind of photography we do, mm-hmm. she has to be like comfortable with the yeah, people positions. you bring on set. Okay. And the people you bring on set should also have the discipline you have. I get you. Yeah. And then on that note actually as Africans in the diaspora now you're in Israel uh your art obviously generates a discussion on culture and it's it can be a medium of bridging up this cultural divide that mainly Africa has with the West and with other parts of the world and uh more importantly to eliminate any stereotypes and assumptions that are held. Do you have instances where your arts have created a discussion or controversy? <laughs> I don't know either of you or do you play it safe? Um for me um I I try take my art to a direction where I speak more on the melanin skin. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing more of um black women mostly women black women and just the beauty of the melanin and beauty of being a black woman mm-hmm. so so far there's been no controversy, um, controversy okay. to, yeah but i'd but like this seems to be a big motivation for you like do you feel that there's an explored beauty in the african woman and your your art will in some way re- reveal yeah, this mm-hmm. I'd, i'd like small girls to look at my art and oh. feel I'm really mm-hmm. no to be proud in their own skin mm-hmm. and their dark skin mm-hmm. and like to be able to see the dark skin and feel like I love that I was born this way and I I don't have to change it and just see the beauty and I find I am really in love with our skin color and I'd really love to portray that in my paintings. That's a, that's a very great of you, Joki. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> What about you Derek? How is your art uh, in terms of Uh, bringing the conversation <laughs> to the table. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to know that both of you have um, have a special focus. The African woman the is African just a woman, or just the woman. Let's ah. just the woman. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, my art has sparked some kind of a, uh, controversy. Okay. In different <laughs> areas. <laughs> well, uh, I can tell you, like. Generally my yeah. art is is not supposed to like portray women in a certain light because the the aim of my type of genre that I'm pursuing at the moment is yeah. bringing making sure like the the woman is portrayed as this beautiful yeah. elegant person right. in society and making 
your everyday woman, the guy, the lady you see in the streets, because most of the models we use are not like professional models. These are everyday people you see on the streets who volunteer themselves to oh. come and have photos of of themselves taken. So we make sure they look their best. Like once the shot is out, they have to be, they have to admire this picture that even when they're 90 years old or eight years old, they can look back and see like, wow, this is how I was like, make her look the best version of herself. So, well, this can be misunderstood amongst uh, certain quarters in society because of probably how things have been done in the past. You know, there was this time I took a, I, I take pictures of African people too. That's where I would like to go as a direction, African women, you know. And as Africans, you know, part of our culture and our dress code traditionally right. was, uh, you know how it was like. It's it a was, bit revealing. Generally, yeah, it was yeah. generally a bit revealing. So yes. we did that here in uh, Israel. The Not many people know like the picture was taken in Israel because when you look at it, it looks like Africa, but it is in Israel in the desert. So we took our pictures and... Uh, there were there African were models, concerns, yeah. yeah, and then there were a bit of concerns, you know, regarding the the people who were taken. But the, the the models themselves were comfortable, their families was comfortable, and everything was okay. But we will the the photos will come out eventually right. when when the time is right. Okay. And uh, the so we people, should look forward to that. Yeah, you should look forward <laughs> to. You should absolutely. They're they're really beautiful photos. Okay. I mean, I I do believe you, yeah. and, and uh, I I know the fact that as you mentioned that it the timing and uh, the the space in which you you operate, maybe some of these photos might be construed. Uh, yeah. in a different light but yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that there's time when it would be okay or ripe mm. to be able to portray more of your art and it's it's, yeah. it's a growing it's a growing field and mm. a lot of people are w- waking up to it so yeah. in, in due course obviously we will get to see more mm. maybe as we end the show um Njoki, w- what's your favorite song that we could play um so I've been really into um, gospel music mm-hmm. <laughs> of late. Okay. So I'd like um, Guardian Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Song by Guardian Angel. This isn't Kikuyu. Could you please tell our listeners what, what, the, what the words or what the, the name Nini Gweda means? Minataka. Oh. Minataka Yesu Ujue. Me, I want Jesus. So we just got triple translated Jesus. there from Kikuyu <laughs> to Swahili to English. So the song is by Guardian Angel. We'll listen to a bit of it. It's uh, yeah. uh it's a gospel song, Me I Want yeah. Jesus. It's personal yeah. desire to have Jesus, I, I guess. I, I want I want it's just like I want I want Jesus to know that okay. you know. I am appreciative. Right. I want you it's to. It's a Thanksgiving song. It's a Thanksgiving song. So okay, let's I may not to a really explain it.
right, and on that Thanksgiving note, we just want to come back on to our guests. And uh, we have a favorite pastime in Kenya when we're on show. And since we're all Kenyan today on this show, uh, I'll, I'll relieve this pastime. So we always send greetings to our nearest and dearest whenever we're on radio because it's a big <laughs> deal in Kenya. And so I'd give this opportunity to our guests. If you have anyone who you'd like to send what we call salams or greetings, uh, to go right ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do they go, are they going to have subtitles or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, go right ahead. How you how you want them to hear it, that's the way they'll get it. Well, first of all, I'd like to shout out, I want to say thank you to Ben-Gurion University Radio for having us, BG Radio and uh, Straight Out of Africa podcast. And uh, I also want to thank everybody who's been tuned in live and everyone who shows love. So listen to the Straight Out of Africa podcast and I want you to follow Dory Barore and everybody that has uh, shown me love. Uh, follow African artists, African photographers. And I also want to send love to my mom in Africa. I want to send love to my friends in Africa. I want to spread love to my to everybody who knows me, who shows love to me. I want to send out a shout out to you. Na finally, ninkependako kutuma salamu kwa walu ya wote na wajaru wote kutoka Western Africa. Western Kenya pole. And Oga, my Nigerian brothers, I want to send hi to Julia Obasi from Nigeria, Lagos, who is also tuned in. I beg. Okay. Oh, shit. Good job, good job. That's Derek for you. We're going to go right on to the other end of studio and jockey, please. <laughs> so I'd like to say a big thank you to BGU Radio and to you, Francisco, for giving us this opportunity to um, to talk and you know, discuss these issues. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. you know who you are <laughs> and everyone who's listening, remember we're doing this on the 13th. So it's pre-Valentine's show. Ah. So show some love to who you love. And it's Straight out of Africa. <laughs> it's not straight of out of Africa. A lot of love in the studio right now. <laughs> that, that was it today for our Straight Out of Africa show. Our guests have been Joki Githeri, and you can find them on their social media at. My socials are in Instagram, Joki Githeri, at, and on Facebook, Joki Githeri. And Derek, please. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Real Derek Prince and Facebook at Derek Prince. Amazing. And that's going to be our show for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, this is Trade Out of Africa. You can always catch us on our Facebook page, Trade Out of Africa, as well as on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Show us some love. Let us know where you're listening from and give us a comment or a shout what you'd like to hear next. So from me here in studio, it's goodbye and God bless.